Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Foster Show, starring the one and only Ramon Foster, brought to you every weekday by the Get-Go Cafe and Market, where they're open for business 24-7, serving hot, fresh food. I was there just yesterday myself, had a steak wrap, Moan, with with uh, pepper jack, extra steak, extra pepper jack, nothing else on it. Just doubling up on the protein? What the hell are you getting ready for, DK? I am getting ready for like a game against Baltimore mode. <laughs> <laughs> you know At what? which point you're gonna correct how I say Baltimore, aren't you? It is, man. Like it's, it's Baltimore. You got to throw a D in there. That's how they said Baltimore. I was like, what? No, Baltimore. No, but Baltimore. I've heard, I've heard even Balmer. Like anybody who's from down, like B A L L M E R. Anybody who's from down there, send us a note. Please let us know what's the correct like. Spell it in the comments. I can't wait to look at how you say Baltimore. By the way, yeah. we can't be speaking about them too much, man. Nah. <laughs> Only thing I'm proud of is the fact that Philadelphia jumped ahead of them to take Jordan Davis. That's all I'm happy about. I Every, love it. Everybody was happy with the Eagles <laughs> on, on that front here. Moan, it was a it was a, an unusual and I guess you could use the term bittersweet weekend for the Steelers oh, in the draft and. You saw the footage of, of Kevin Colbert. I did. Uh, you know what? Here's the thing. For for people like me who are not on the inside, as close as I am to the team and as many years as I've spent in the locker room, I'm not on the inside and never pretend to be. I'd not seen that before, that yeah. emotion. Uh, tell me about Kevin Colbert and who he really is. And did we see it there? So I've, I've only seen Kev like that. Two or three times. It's two that come off the top for me. Um, Shazier's injury, where emotions came through. Uh, Ben's injury, whenever he was like, okay, it's on y'all. We got to go. You know, as far as just like that window we all spoke about. You know what I'm saying? Like the Super Bowl window. All right, it's on y'all. And it may be one or two other moments. So my, my history with Kev, seeing him like this, let's go back a little bit. Uh, when I first came in, like for the longest, I didn't know who Kev was or what he did just simply because he doesn't walk around with his head up in the air with the stank nose like you bow down to me type of guy. He <laughs> is all about football, all about the team. And I'll be honest with you also, DK, and y'all see it work each and each and every year with contracts, players, bad stuff that happens, good stuff that happens. He's all about the business of the team also. 
Like that's Kev. Like in, in all the things that you could say about him, I'll say this right, wrong or indifferent. He tried his best to be a curator of Pittsburgh Steelers, the team and the business and the image by not doing too much, by doing the right things. For the most part, I know everybody will bring up the Le'Veon, the Troy, the, you know, so many other like situations, the backstory behind Troy. Troy, I guess, probably wasn't ready to retire. Kev or whoever the powers would be, it's time to move on. Le'Veon's with the contract. Again, he wasn't going to fall victim to letting the the franchise slip. You say what you want to about Kev uh, as far as his tenure. But those are the things that he stood on every single time. And he'll probably admit he may have misdone one or two things. And again, I'm promising this. I text him the other day as far as, you know, just congratulating him off one hell of a ride. And I'm making it my point to get Kev on just because we can see the other side. That's one thing I've always appreciated about guys outside of the game. Like when Kobe left, we started seeing Kobe. You know what I'm saying? Like we get a chance to see Charles Barkley be Charles Barkley. We get an opportunity to see our greats. Be themselves. And it'd be it'd be idiotic not to have Kev on here to see to actually see him be himself. You know what I'm saying? And that's what I well, kind of want. I, I actually want to know more about what you're saying because you've also seen sides. You mentioned when he's been when he's been sad, when he's been uh, you know hit hard by something. But tell me about the side of Kevin Colbert that's competitive and protective of the Steelers brand up to and including if he has to being a version of Colbert that we can't even picture. It's funny because again, when I first thought of Kevin, I came in, I didn't know a lot about him, but then as I got in the in crowd and become one of those guys, you see him on the sideline. What the hell are you doing down here? Kev? Like, GMs and men, like the owners don't come down here. Like it'd be the big games, the Monday nights, Sunday nights, uh, division rivals. And I, I'll never forget, you know, just the Baltimore game whenever Earl hit, you know, uh, when he hit when he hit Mason, how livid he was because the competitive side of him would have him on the sideline. What the bleep, 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 like just going off, man. And I was just like, and we wow. we be looking at each other. You know how Marquise is, yeah. Mom, what the is wrong with Cam? You know, what? We're, we're speaking about like the, the 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 competitive side of him. Like it'd be times where I sent him. I'll never forget my my oldest RJ hit a home run out of the park at thirteen. I'm pitching to him as far as BP goes, and if anybody knows, Cam Cam's a huge baseball lover, huge. So I send him the video of me throwing it. It was like Cam, my kid hit his first home run. He's like, he probably hit more if you throw him a better ball. I'm thinking to myself, oh, nice. <laughs> really, Cal? Nice. Um, that, that was just him, though. Like, it's so many different instances where you see him on the sideline or he watches every piece of film, not just for his job, but to see who's competing. Like, he was one of the ones that would tell you that you can make it here. Or I'd have conversations like the conversations that he and I had. And I'm sure he's had them with other people, too. But I could pick his brain about every single thing. He knows almost every single thing about this or that person. Not just for his job. It was about the 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 like I said, him keeping the team a certain way and inviting a certain type of guy inside of it. I'll never forget the back and forth conversations we've had about Martavis. Like you say what you want to about Kev, yeah. the businessman, but that man freaking loved that yeah. kid, man. Yeah. And so much so that he wanted him to succeed, probably more than Kev wanted anybody else to. Like that competitive side of him or, you you know, just having conversations about 
all right, mom, we got to keep this guy in line because if you can get him in line, then we're going to do this, this and that. Like he knew the methods in order to get. And I think one of the biggest comments I took from his presser with Coach T and when he, you know, showed his emotional side was we walked in here with four. And we got two more. And I know what Kev really was saying. This is me. And I'll ask him this. Did you really mean you wanted four also? You, because oh, that, I hadn't thought of that at all. That's, really? He's good with what we did. We went to three. Uh, you know, under yeah, him? Yeah. Think about it, you know? Imagine like that, being disappointed about two Super Bowls and three appearances. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? That, I feel like that's what he actually meant by I wanted to match it because that's just, that's him. Who takes a quarterback from Miami University? You know what I'm saying? And and just dives into him like that. Uh, always drafting the guy to compete with another guy. And I hated every bit of it. I'll be honest with you. And I told you this before. I knew they was going to bring guys in. But I think we, we say it's Coach T to get everybody to drink the Kool-Aid. And I, I do believe that. But Kev is also the puppet master behind it all. Because if you see him watching one-on-ones and overlooking practice, he's all about Who's the next best one, man? And you better do whatever you can to stay on top. Because if not, that's what I say. He's a curator of the franchise, too. The team came first with Kevin Colbert. There's no question about that. When we come back, what a summer we're in for around here, huh? Welcome back to the Ramon Foster Show. Ramon, what a summer this is going to be for the Steelers, you know? What about people just observing the Steelers? You know, what theater this is going to be? Can I say something? What I, you know, so in my my other job, my radio show here, uh, we have, of course, the zone YouTube TV is up. And one of the Titans fans, uh, uh, they they commented and said, okay, Mo, there's Pittsburgh hitting again on another wide receivers with the roll eye emoji. uh, emoji." (laughs) Well, they're sore about losing A.J. Brown. So that's a different dynamic there. But the other side of it is, across the board from what I've seen, just this one pick and just this one pick in general, George Pickens, he's got everybody like, how the hell? Did y'all steal him again? It's all, all he's, I've heard. He's your dude. They're, 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 we have to preface this here. He is your dude. He has been your dude all along, and somehow he ends up in Pittsburgh's hands. And he could have been a top ten overall pick for anybody who doesn't know this. If it hadn't been for the ACL, yeah. Oh my gosh, he has the attitude. He has the athletic ability. He has the competitive edge. We spoke about what Kev looks for. He has a, He has just a smidge of boneheadedness, kind of like Marquise. Kind of like Ike, kind of like a bunch of guys. You say, if we just bring that in and don't let it go too far, because he he fought, I think, a Georgia Tech player on the sideline. It's videos of that. He poured water on one of my running backs on the sideline at Tennessee and Georgia. He has just a smidge of that. But you know what I always say about those type of dudes? You need them. OK, <laughs> I got it. I got to tell you something. If he's your dude, my dude now and forever into all eternity will be Vince Williams. OK, I, I just want this on the record <laughs> with all due respect to my partner on this program. Yeah. I am a Vince Williams guy. <laughs> Me right? too. You, no, Vinny, you're not wrong. Vinny, if you're watching, man, it has never changed. You are always my guy. Now, Vinny goes on Twitter yeah. and Vinny shows highlights 
of George Pickens and that fight he got into with the Georgia Tech guy. And that's all Vinny wanted to see. He's like, this is this is it, man. This dude's a stealer. He's fighting. He's scrapping. And I'm going, Vince, do you still just totally get it? (laughs) What's crazy about Vince? It'd be times where we're going back and forth and we're transitioning from old guys and young guys on offense. And you know who didn't have a problem with telling us y'all soft? Vince Williams. Okay, like <laughs> he would he was knocking over tryouts at training camp when they weren't even looking. <laughs> like that's so that's been so so when I mentioned George Pickens, like it, it's the idea this kid still ran a friggin' four four coming off the ACL. He competed at a high he's a rail bone as far as his size, and you just think to yourself, how the hell are you able to do what you do? It's because he's got that moxie, he's got that about him. But to the original point, this summer is going to be interesting i'm talking about from the top all the way down to the bottom return man or or kicker or specialist it's gonna be hot this year dk well we're talking about the there's the obvious there's the quarterback duel okay and that's going to end up getting the headlines out of latrobe every single day Mm -hmm. there will every time kenny pickett completes a pass downfield or mitch trubisky (sighs) does something or if mason rudolph is still here yeah whatever it whatever happens with the quarterbacks is going to be not just reported but Mm -hmm. magnified and then in turn over magnified by the fans yeah but i read that this guy completed a pass at chuck noel field and you're like well yeah that happens but it's going to be enormous but i'm talking about below that moan Mm -hmm. you mentioned pickens what about the wide receivers oh my like legitimately come on dk like i I, all i can think to myself when that pick was announced was oh chase claypool you you may have just you may have just pulled a card of the guy that you're going to compete against the most if and when he gets healthy because you you know he announced the pick yes when when chase announced that's i swear to you all i thought was oh we this is gonna be you just pulled your own card we did and not just that it's the battle of the brothers too I mean, Cam and his brother, TJ and his brother, the irony of both of you got two of the best players on defense, both brothers that play wide, that play tight end fullback. How is this going to pan out? You do realize, I'll tell you how it's going to pan out. There's going to be a day, one day in the trope, backs on backers, in which your devilish head coach will (laughs) not be able to resist. (laughs) Connor Hayward versus Cam Hayward. Mark my words, even though he's not a linebacker, I'm telling you, I'm telling you, he's going to be in on that somehow, some way, probably at his request, if not the young man's request. He's got to get one, right? He he has to get one. But and the reason I I say that, you, you basically have two fullbacks on roster, okay? You got, you got Watt and you also got uh, Hayward. And just either the battle of what that is going to turn out to be. And and truth be told, you love to have both of them, and I hope they do. But one's really going to have to excel on special teams. And the fact that we saw a lack of of, of Watt last year, Derek Watt, when it came to his offensive uh, production, I would think Connor Hayward is probably going to end up being a kid to get some of those front, I mean, those those lead blocks as far as the offense goes. And he's also got to be a hell of a special team. But both of them are playing the same role. And we're not even, we hadn't even really mentioned the Edmonds brothers also. So this is a, I'm, I'm, this is a hot summer, DK. <laughs> it, it's going to be tremendous. It really is. When we come back, hey, move. Hey, move. 
Welcome back. It's time for the Hey Moan segment. And today's comes from James, who says, Hey Moan, I was flipping through my Steelers card collection with my father and I came across your rookie card. It makes me wonder, how do players feel about appearing on trading cards? It seems as as if the hobby is again in one of its peaks. Do the players have any say in the process of the cards, like the photo used or anything like that? You know what? (laughs) For the longest, I had no idea I had cards out here. I have a buddy of mine uh, I went to high school with and also went to the University of Tennessee where he just went as a student. He, When I retired, he gave me, he's like, hey, I want to send you something. I'm like, okay, Tom, you don't have to send me anything. But he sent me all of the cards he had collected. Oh, look at you. And this is taken care of in nice protective bags and everything. Yeah. That tripped me out. I was like, good thing that's in a packet right there. <laughs> okay, I just dropped it. But it just it just went from near mint to mint. You just lost so much money right now. I did. This one might be my most favorite one because it's like or it's orange and white, like Tennessee, okay? But do we have any idea? Most times, no, especially for offensive linemen. When I tell you I had zero clue, none. Now I've seen guys. Uh, with theirs, like I've seen Marquise with one, I've seen uh, Dave with one. Of course, they're first rounders. They usually get a Panini deal as far as uh, marketing and stuff like that. Ben, all types of guys have it. My kids collect them. I'm proud of them for collecting, but I keep telling them, stop playing with those cars. They're going to be worth something one day. Uh, but I, nobody has any say so over the pictures they uh, they no, pick. They and, don't. I, I could have answered that part of you. The, yeah. the, the, the card companies, just to, for a little bit of background here. Uh, for you, James, they they have their own photographers that they pay to come a certain yeah. day in training camp. Uh, they go to all 32 camps and there is a day in which all of the players have to go through the various poses and stuff. Mm-hmm. But they also will go through their own roles of game film because they don't want them all to just be, you know, the guy standing there with his arms yeah. folded or whatever. So they get game action. Uh, and no, the player has nothing to do with it, except for the fact that the Players Association, of which Ramon mm-hmm. was team rep, yes, uh, yes. does make sure that the players in the union get their cut of those sales. And that is a nice thing for the players now, because as you mentioned, James, they the cards are on a comeback here. That's something that happened uh, that was pandemic-related, oddly. People just it got was- into cards again. People started collecting them, and I'm I'm appreciative of my friends sending me these. I had no idea. I, you know how I always started my career. I just did my career. Uh, but for him to collect them and then send them to me as a gift was probably one of the coolest things I got in retirement, man. Um, but you don't really have a say. This is also the other part of, like, Panini and Tops, I think, if they're still around, uh, doing the cards. They the, are. Uh, the overall revenue that we signed away as far as our licensing goes, they have deals with the NFL to get these types of things done where they can sell those cards and they'll put like a jersey patch in certain ones. But uh, I was I was I enjoy it. I'll say that much. So it's been pretty cool for me to see these cards. Awesome. That was fun. I I thoroughly enjoyed this. And by the way, we, we didn't give a grade to this draft. Maybe that's something we can lead off. of. The, How about we do that tomorrow? Point. Let's do that tomorrow. Yes. Let's let's make a point for that for sure. All right. Cool. All right, guys. Talk to you tomorrow. Enjoyed it.